is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey everyone, it's Gunnar Esiason, uh, joined by Tiffany Rich this week. Uh, we are hosting a very special episode today. We are remembering our our love friend, uh, our co-host, uh, Tiffany's better half, uh, my better third, uh, Leah Farone. Um, she unfortunately passed away last week. Uh, and I have to say, I don't think, uh, I'd ever imagine that we'd be doing a podcast like this, um, no. Especially, no. Especially, especially right now. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to dedicate the entire podcast today to Leah, um, and after Tiffany and I, after you hear Tiffany and I talk for a little bit, you will hear Leah's voice for the rest of the podcast. Um, we are going to go back and share uh, what I like to call the Leah highlight reel. A lot, a lot of highs and a lot of lows and a lot yeah. of laughs. Um, a lot of laughs. She always had us on our feet with the laughter. Yes, she did. She was definitely like the little, the little bunny, like you know, the little, uh, the little engine that could, uh, or the Energizer bunny. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, what we can do is, you know, we can maybe share some more favorite memories right now, uh, and then, uh, we'll hand it over to Leah to finish off the podcast. Um, but, you know, I think for me, the few things that stick out are really one, probably the first time that I, I spoke to Leah, Tiffany, was when, uh, you were going through your transplant and she slid in my DMs. By the way, she was all about <laughs> she the DMs. She's all about them DMs. <laughs> she did. She was all about the DMs. Um, first time I spoke to her, she slid in my DMs. And she was making a video for you because you were having a hard time uh, in recovery. Uh, and she uh, asked me if I'd be a part of you know the video that, that she made for you. And I said, yeah, sure, but who the hell is this girl, Tiffany? Uh, and then, then, she, then she explained you know, who you were uh, and you know, the relationship that you guys had. And then, you know, of course, I kind of knew who the Salty Sisters were, but you know, then I jumped into it. I really kind of <laughs> followed along with your, your Instagram exploits of, of a few years. And... Um, and little did I know that was going to be the beginning of a uh, a budding relationship. Um, you know, I Tiffany, I, I want to hear from you. Obviously, yeah. you probably have God knows how many memories. Um, yeah, so. But I want to hear some of your favorite memories about Leah as well. Um, well, I think just being able to FaceTime her all the time and mm-hmm. um, just having that person on the other side that could just do a treatment with me and could just do their best and she was just she always made me laugh and you know she um she was someone that really changed my life and I'm just really thankful that I got my time with her Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry um I'm really glad that I got to hug her (laughs) that I actually got to meet her and be with her and we went to Disney World, like the happiest place on earth. We got to meet each other, and, <laughs> you know, with our crazy ears. And we, you know, um, just being able to just be around each other and all that. It's just really special that we got that time. And 
Um, you know, I went and found my birthday cards from her, and she wrote a quote in there, and it, I actually posted it on Salty Sisters today. Um, it's just like some your best friend isn't just there, ever, you know, always there. It's someone that actually understands you more than you understand yourself, and that was Lee and I. We were the same person, and we definitely um, understood what each other was going through. We were both sassy. and <laughs> That's the biggest understatement I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was yeah, stubborn and sassy. And she let, she was very transparent. So she knew, you knew what she was thinking. And, um, you know, I, I just love her so much and it's not going to be the same without her, but you know, um, I know she's wanting us to be laughing right now and, just making fun of her and <laughs> and just being here and you know I said you know I had my sweater this weekend um and I put her and you and Darcy in it and then we my Santa squad and I knew that Leah would want me to live my life my second chance at life to the fullest and keep going and just think of her and she you know she's just my best friend and there's nothing I can't, I can't stop talking about her literally. And I think I got a lot of comfort from everybody, um, by their posts and seeing how many people she impacted. And that really, that really warmed my heart so much. I was scrolling and every post was Lydia and it just was so amazing to see how many people she impacted. I don't think she even knew how many people loved her and really cared about her. Yeah. So. I mean, that's, I'm definitely finding a lot of comfort in that. Um, and knowing just how many people, uh, she touched, how many people she was influencing. And, you know, she, if we're going to be honest, she, she definitely downplayed that, you know, she, yeah, she, 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 she definitely downplayed that herself. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the little quote you just shared is is very, uh, uh, very true to Leah's personality. She was, in a lot of ways, the, you know, the pulse of the entire CF community. You know, she yeah. shared a lot of our frustrations. She, you know, shared a lot of our optimism. I know she was really excited for next year and, and all the you know amazing therapies that were coming our way. Um, but at the same time, she was the kind of person that would just not take no for an answer. And uh, believe me, we, believe me, we witnessed that enough on the podcast here. I witnessed that enough on the podcast here. Um, and, you know, it, it, like my friendship with Leah was much more than, uh, you know, what we're seeing here on the podcast, you know, the half hour conversations that we'd have yeah. every week. It got to the point where I just, you know, I look forward to those um, our, our Skype calls and the Skype calls went from being, you know, the, the half hour, 45 minutes of recorded podcast to sitting here talking about nothing for yeah. two hours. Um, and you know, that was, you know, those were always, you know, and still are a highlight of my week. And, um, you know, Leah was a good person. Uh, she was one of the best. She was an amazing person. Um, and you know, I think what, 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 what happened here in the past, you know, week is, 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 you know, it's just a horrible thing, but it's, it's, it was not who Leah was. Leah was so much more so than, than cystic fibrosis and so much more than, um, than, you know, than the, the illness. It, she was a hardworking person. She was a nurse. She yeah. was a friend. She was a sister. She was a boyfriend. Uh, you know, she was a girlfriend. She yeah. was a daughter. Um, uh, and she, she had a, she had an amazing life. She had a jam packed, 
life in in her 28 years and um if, if there's anything that we can learn from from leah's life it's that there's so much more that we can all be you know we're, we're all able to dig deep and, and find within ourselves the motivation to go forward the motivation to change the world and and i um you know i think that there, there are so few people who actually can say that they've changed the world and and leah certainly is in that very select few um and 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 I say that with you know 100% confidence, um, yeah. and and I do think that that Leah is uh, is still with us. She's watching us. Um, oh, yeah. Believe I me, it, 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 there's, there's been a number of pranks that have been played on me over the yeah. past couple of days, and I am certain that yeah. she is behind those. But oh, uh, she, oh, she is. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, my life is going to become one big prank now. Um, and and you know, I uh, I think what I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss you know the you know, the late night text messages, I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was one of those people just like she was with CF that has a hard time falling asleep at night yeah. and, um, you know, getting, having my phone ring at, you know, one thirty in the morning with, uh, like a novel from, from <laughs> Leah is, uh, is something that I'm certainly going to miss. You know, th- those novels are about a lot of different things. Um, yeah. sometimes, you know, venting some frustration, other times talking about, you know, her day or, you know, just wanting to, to talk. Um, those were, uh, some of my favorite memories, I think, with Leah. Um, yeah. But also, you know, I think uh, she, you know, she, uh, she kind of started the podcast fam. You know, she was the link between all three of us. Um, and she's the reason that we, we have this platform and the reason that we, um, you know, have, have so many people who listen to us and, mm-hmm. you know, all the people that are, you know, you know that listen, that tune into the podcast and comment on our posts and, and interact with us. Uh, she's a hu- She really is the the first reason behind it. It was you know a lot of it was her idea as well. Um, right. And you know it really speaks to who she was because she wanted so much more for the world. Right. She wanted um, her her entire life was was dedicated to others. And I think that's that's who Leah was. Um, yeah. And that's the Leah we can all remember. And mm-hmm. the the Leah that we can use to motivate us. To, to find a world without cystic fibrosis and a world that's yeah. better and a world that Leah wanted and a world that Leah envisioned. And I am exactly. confident that uh, together we can all do this. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it ultimately, it, just, it really just breaks my heart that, you know, we're here doing a podcast like this. Um, but, yeah. you know, I want I wanted to change the gear here. I want to yeah. celebrate Leah. Right. That's yeah. that's what this podcast is today. It is to celebrate <laughs> Leah. Um, and I want you to foreshadow one clip that we're about to play. Okay. Um, so one clip that I think it was episode 50 and she was, uh, talking about, um, that she was, we were talking about flying mucus (laughs) and how she was like, I cannot hawk my mucus out of the car. And we were just talking about how she was horrible at, even aiming anything she said she wouldn't if she was going for the toilet it would go for the shower and just all these things and it was just so funny because um i was the same way but she just had this way of just talking about it and like mucus she did not like as we know <laughs> she could remember <laughs> yes i mean that, that that kind of alludes to my favorite part that you know we'll, you'll hear in a moment when uh we were doing the march madness thing last year and one of the march madness things was uh the this the, the mucus cup 
And <laughs> we couldn't stand the mucus cup because she would cough, she would cough, she would cough, she'd spit out the mucus, and she would see the mucus, and it would gross her out, so then she would throw up. And that, I think, was the most outrageous thing I think I've ever heard. No, it's hilarious. And I was getting on her because I'm like, you're a nurse. You are a nurse. How can you not see your mucus? Yours. She's like, I don't care about other people, but <laughs> mine, I can't see. Um, so, you know, you're going to have a lot of those moments here in, in, in the uh, yeah. the rest of the podcast here. You're going to listen to me. Uh, you're going to listen to Leah talk about mucus, argue with me. <laughs> Uh, and sort of back up Tiffany. So, yeah. you know, I think uh, you know, be prepared to, to laugh, to cry, but ultimately we're doing this to celebrate yeah. um, to celebrate Leah, uh, and we want to let you know that the podcast will go on. Leah yeah. Leah wanted the podcast, you know, she would want the podcast to go on, um, even when she was, you know, she was sick there the past couple mm-hmm. weeks, you know, all she would talk about with us was the podcast. So, yeah, she, um, yeah. the she podcast... Here. The podcast will go on um, after today's episode. We'll take a little break, uh, and then we'll be back in the new year. Um, and the podcast fam will be as strong as ever because Leah would want it that way. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that, Tiffany, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you segue us into the uh, in, into the into the memories here. Okay. Well, as we know, Leah is my best friend and Gunner's best friend, and we all. We're the three best friends anyone could have. <laughs> and we just compiled a bunch of our favorite memories of Leon here. And we just hope that you guys can celebrate Leah and love her and keep her in your thoughts at all times. I know she'll she'll send us signs all the time. There's going to be sloths everywhere. And you know she's hanging out with them right now. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, she's just the best person ever, and I love her so much, and I hope she's listening to us and knows how much we love her. So here's all of our favorite moments of Leah, and let's celebrate. Hi, everyone. It's Leah Ferrone, and I'm joined with my lovely co-hosts, Gunnar Sison and Tiffany Rich. So my name's Leah Ferrone. I'm 27 years old. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. I was diagnosed with CF at the age of three. I currently work as a nurse. I absolutely love slogs. They're my favorite animal. I would love to meet one one day. Um, I started Salty Sisters almost a year ago. We're almost at our one-year anniversary with Tiff. Yeah, well, you two are the <laughs> ultimate CF friends. Obviously, creating yes. a brand out of your friendship. <laughs> yeah, essentially. That wasn't our goal of becoming friends. I mean, we became friends naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just kind of I'm going to create a brand you know? with you. Let's become friends. Like, right. Okay, that's why that I was reached way, out. That's actually why that I was, slid into both of your DMs. Because just to create brands. I was, create, I was trying to create a brand, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I'm now, buying support and I'm selling the pick. Yeah, I, 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 I majority uh, rule. No, there's no, there's no <laughs> winning and losing and buying and sell or buy or sell. There's no winner or loser here. It's just opinion-based conversation. Now, I, the reason I, the reason I don't want the port, other than the fact that I don't want another thing in my body, I already had the yeah. YouTube. All right, I. I would I would be fearful of mine exploding. Now I've talked to people who play hockey with a port in. You know, there's probably some crazy Canadians out there that love it, but oh I, I'm just not there. You know, I would have I would just think it would be in the back of my head. You know, skating uh, with me, it's like, yeah. oh, there's yeah. the, there's my I little get port. That. You know, I I think it's just a, it's just it's, it's, go yeah, it's just another thing that I wouldn't really love to have to deal with. I, I guess until I had to, 
maybe I would come around. But as of right now, as of today, you come around if you had to. Uh, you would. You would. You do what you have to do. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I I will I will say, I I hated. The idea of getting a YouTube now, I love the YouTube, but exactly, I think it's like that. I think it's like that. Yeah, because I was yeah. really against this having this yeah. thing in me. Why were you against <laughs> it though? Why was I against it? Yes, because it's not cute. Oh my god! So like, you know, I got it when I was how how old were we when we got these? Um, I was, I was seventeen. You were sixteen then. Yeah, so I was sixteen. So when I was sixteen, I was really concerned about like how it would look because I was like really really skinny. You know, now yeah. my, my weight has kind of adjusted. Um, I was really skinny. I was worried about, you know, it's showing, not being able to wear certain things, people noticing it. And I just didn't want that. You know, I wasn't out there with my CF, really didn't tell people. So it was something I wanted to keep to myself. Um, it is a little visible. Concern. Yeah, it's, it is a little visible. It's, it's it definitely yeah. an, an indication yeah. that there is something there. Right. You know, it's definitely an indication. So, you know, yeah. what I did was the surgeon that put it in, I sat down with him and we talked out all my concerns, and he told me, I will put it in a place that no one will see it but you. Yep. And that is what he did. That's good. And that is why I don't post pictures of my port. So, you know, I was talking with Lisa, and she's like, yeah. wait, who has a cup full of mucus? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Some people, you know, cough their mucus up into a cup. It gives them a good idea of how much they're getting out, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I personally can't do it because when I cough the mucus out, so, like, let's yeah. say I do it in the toilet. I go cough the mucus up in the toilet. Once I see the mucus out, I then automatically, my gag reflex goes off. And <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. I even show a patient. If I have a patient that coughs the mucus and I see it, I throw up. <laughs> I can't do tricks. I can't do anything like that because I throw up. <laughs> That's so, so funny. You're a nurse. Just do. Oh my god. Yeah, first in a CF patient. The only thing in nursing I can't handle. I can't deal with weird. anything. Okay. You, can't, so, you can't even I'm look at your own that because that's so right funny. This is like my big problem in life. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. but I've been to tissue. I don't yeah. want to see it. And you just close it. Yeah, no, it's oh true. Oh my god. No, it's totally so, true. Honestly, like <laughs> No, not that no. I have experience with knocking over the cup. If I knocked over the cup, we would be no good. Like, I would have no contents <laughs> left in my stomach. Mm -hmm. I have it a lot. Like, I was at Target two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> in the same aisle. Oh, yeah, oh, gosh, I didn't know that other people with CF come to this Target. I might have to see Target. <laughs> where's, the, where's the hand sanitizer? Where's the mask? And it's bad because I love all these people. They're such great people. I would love to hang out with them. I have so yeah. much in common with all of them, but yeah. you can't risk it, you know? No. So, to be honest, when I think about things like that, even like the progression of the disease and just getting sicker and, you know, all the things that come with having CF. A lot of times it's not necessarily me being upset over the fact that, you know, I could die or I could, you know, get sicker and not be able to work anymore or X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times I'm not upset about that. I'm upset about how that will affect, you know, my family, my parents, my sister, my boyfriend, Mm -hmm. My friend, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I care about more than how it personally affects me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I can deal with anything. Yeah. You know, do. like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I've definitely but had mucus not... fly across the room. A lot yeah. of times it's because my aim sucks. So like Your yeah. I'll like be aiming for like the toilet or like out yeah. the window. <laughs> and like this is why I don't I don't like, you know, cough mucus out out the window when I'm driving because my aim sucks. Okay. How do you miss? It's so big. The wind when the I window's down. Do. I don't know why, but like I'll miss and then the window like fling it onto someone. Uh, you know? So when I'm like Whenever I was driving, I, for some reason, I'd always have, maybe because I was singing too much or something, but. <laughs> yeah, that's usually uh, my thing. You know? Um, and I would have a cough attack and end up mucus puking all over <laughs> my Ugh. car. And I would just laugh about it because I was like, this is life. This is life right now. Just, yeah. you, you know, I'm trying to belt out a song and mucus puke goes everywhere. And I'm the same way. I cannot hawk it out of the window because it comes right back on me. See, I had it for the toilet and it went like in the shower. I invested so many years of my life in research. I have been in so many research trials my entire life. And I think they were a blessing because in one sense, they kept me healthier than I think I would have been, you know? Yeah. But <clears throat> in another sense, I'm at a point where I need better meds and I'm shy of qualifying for a research study that I really need by like 4% lung function. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just so hard to wrap your head around. You know, I've invested so much of my time and now there's a drug out there that really could help me and, you know, give me a better quality of life. But yeah, you know, you can't be a part of that, you know, yeah, and I think it's 4%. great that, you know, trials I've been a part of have helped other people, but mm -hmm. now there's, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it gets a little mm -hmm. frustrating, but like my mom, for the most part, she comes with me to majority of them. And it's more of like I think it's a, a way thing. for us to just hang out. It's you know what I mean? Thing. As weird as that sounds, like mm -hmm. I do appreciate having someone there and you know, if I get difficult information, it is nice to have her there and kind of talk it out because, you know, I have had kind of some rough times over the past couple of years and making the right decision. You know, I get a lot of anxiety about it. But, I mean, it's more of one of those situations where we turn it into a positive experience and she really just comes so we can, like, spend time together and talk, yeah. you know, and then yeah. we usually go to dinner after. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you know, like... Cause I don't see her a whole lot. I live with her yeah. and I don't even see her. You know? <laughs> right. No, it's. I mean, her, it's like the name. same situation as like yeah. you finding out I had CF. I found out that you liked the Steelers. You know, like it's pretty oh, much the yeah. same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the yeah, same. Yes, definitely, definitely. So it does sound like Leah actually does have a billboard on her forehead about her CF. Apparently, believe I it, believe it or not. <laughs> even though she says it's volunteer work. Right. Well, no, I mean it, it definitely. It is. It definitely uh, is on her Instagram and, and Facebook. There's no yes. there's no hiding it there. However, it was not you know posted uh, on her profile on mm -hmm. Coffee's Bagel, you know, saying hey, you know, I'm a CF, you know, fighter that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I know you guys mm -hmm. kind of talked about that in previous yeah. previous episodes, but um. Yeah, yeah like Gunner did that. Like Gunner yeah, does. Exactly. That I liked how Gunner did though, because his was like a scientific experiment. Yes. Like yeah. he actually collected data points, and I thought he that sure was interesting. Did. I was just so. trying to meet someone nice. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have guilt with that. I've had. That's probably one of my hardest things to deal with, is even with my friends and things like that. I've always felt this just extreme guilt 
of having to rely on them for different things. I feel guilt when I have to rely on my family for different things. I just always feel this guilt when I have to cancel plans. Yes. And just different aspects of your life that you kind of have to go about differently because your CF acts up or different things like that act up. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I wish I knew how to get rid of that. Through periods of time where I was as sick as she was, but for how long she was that sick, you know, it was hard to not be able to be there with her and just like have a chill day so she wasn't alone you know what i mean mm-hmm. well um, we facetimed so that helped a lot. right like we would just yeah, have yeah, there you go. Te- the technology helps and things like that for sure right but when she went through the actual transplant i couldn't talk to her mm-hmm. you know what i mean like for the first week, week or two i think i facetime with you after about a week you, you yeah, couldn't really say much had, but... couldn't speak <laughs> I was just was basically me talking the whole time after I had a meltdown and, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, but, yeah, it was just interesting because that was the one time where I knew she needed me and I couldn't be there. And it was so hard to watch that from afar and want to help from afar but not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. It right. was just one of the weirdest feelings I've ever had. Right. Yeah, you have more great. balls than me because, I, honestly... <laughs> For me, totally different. I did not tell people. I continued my tactic like I did most of my life. Even my best friend in college, she will tell you to this day, it took me a year to tell her. She was somehow oblivious to life, like didn't notice me doing IVs, didn't really think about, oh, what are all these treatments in her room? (laughs) Didn't think about my cough. She thought I had bronchitis for a year. And then one, I would eat every meal with her, okay? Never noticed me take my pills. Never. People are, some people really are just like eye. focused on themselves. Yeah. I think people only look for what they want to see. Yeah, and if they're not mm-hmm. looking for it, they don't see it. They don't see it. it. So it's just yeah. kind of interesting. Um, we laugh about it now because it was just like kind of funny. But when I got to nursing school, totally different. I remember my first semester, I got really sick. And it was probably me adjusting you know, I was like out kind of partying a lot because I was trying to make new friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that adds a whole new aspect. Yeah, it yeah. totally does. And um, yeah, we can talk about that next if you guys want. But <laughs> yeah, so I was doing a lot of that. I was trying to keep up with this crazy accelerated program and stay on top of my CF. And I was not successful in my first six months. Um, so... I ended up one day in class feeling absolutely awful. The nur- so I went to Johns Hopkins Nursing School, so it's literally right across the street from the hospital, which was pretty nice because if I got sick, I could just walk across the street, go to the F clinic, no big deal. I could I would literally just send them an email like, hey, not feeling well today. And they're like, oh, okay, come yeah. over. Exactly. I think dating with CF and doing a dating app is a little bit harder in a sense because if you look at me on a dating app, okay, like <laughs> I look – like I'm a, I'm a good pick, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. you are. But I'm just I'm putting that out there. Just not counting myself. But, yeah. And then you meet me. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to cough and stuff like that. So it's a little bit harder to bridge being like, you know, I have my life together and I have a good career and things like that. But I also have this aspect to me that I didn't put on that app, you know? So you're not going to just say... CF fighter or CF no. patient on your app. Would not. On your Gunner profile. Page, but I profile. She used to make these like IV covers. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, I was soft. very into this. Yeah. And okay. we would hot glue ribbon on them. Oh, and oh my God. Sad. Yeah. So it was like it. a tube sock. Okay. Like yeah. white yeah. sock. And then we would and you hot cut glue it. ribbon on the top and ribbon on the bottom with a big bow. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah. it was very out. preppy very cool yes. at the time you know yes yeah and um she would wear them around all the time once we started making them and then I remember specifically there were a couple times that I went out and I too was wearing <laughs> yes. even though I didn't <laughs> just have on a your arm on, so. yeah oh so yeah that gives you was. a good idea I knew that I was different but I didn't want to be like I, right. I wanted, wanted to, to like you wanted to follow yeah. her she yeah. you looked up to her yeah. But then yeah. as I got older, I realized, you know, having CF isn't really something to be envious of. Um, <laughs> and I, that's when I started seeing more and more of the differences and how it actually is affecting like her day to day life. It's not just little things that she has to do. So and we talk about this every so often, you know, just like the fact that she definitely had a different childhood than people that are considered normal you know what I mean and that is because of me yeah um and I do feel guilty about that at times because you know I don't want her life to be different because you know I have crappy lungs but like at the same time I do think that it shapes not just me into being a better person but her into being a better person you know and there is a lot that CF has taught both of us Mm -hmm. and you know I think that's one major positive from it Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's also, you know, like looking into going into the medical field and stuff like that. And I don't think that necessarily would have happened if I didn't have Zia. Yeah, maybe it would have yeah. probably influenced it. I think it influenced it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, from since I like as long as I can remember, I've like wanted to be a doctor. Uh-huh. Um, I wanted to do some sort of like healthcare because I saw what she was going through and, you know, sometimes maybe didn't have the best situation with a particular doctor. Um, And a lot of doctors and medical professionals don't really see um, what you guys go through and they don't see the emotional end of it. They don't, they don't know how that affects your day-to-day life um, sometimes with the treatments they're giving you. So I have always wanted to go into that knowing that I can offer that to a patient Um, so yeah, I I definitely would not have considered that career without um, having Leah in my life. Um, but I definitely think it was a positive. I think it's made us closer as yeah. siblings, um, even yeah. in times. I mean, you know, every set of siblings fights. Um, Honestly, though, when we were little, we really we didn't really fight that much. <laughs> we really did. We fought more when we got older. <laughs> Well, I think having a sister was one of the best decisions my parents ever made, even though they didn't know I had CF. So go mom and dad. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it was really cool and it is a really cool relationship that you really don't have with someone else. You know, like I am so lucky to have her as my sister and we have been so close our entire lives. So it has been really beneficial to me to have someone there constantly supporting me. And when I would go in the hospital and I wasn't open about my CF, so none of my friends knew. It was really nice to have my sister there, you know, supporting me, hanging out with me, kind of taking my mind off of it so that I'm not always focusing on CF. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think my parents did a really good job of normalizing CF in our lives because, I mean, Lisa didn't realize she was really that different until she was a little bit older. And, you know, I didn't feel like singled out and I don't think Lisa did until, you know, we kind of made that relationship that, oh, hey, I have Sia. I think my biggest thing, well, one, you should tell them, um, you know, when you feel comfortable telling them. Right. Um, I was at a point where if he wouldn't have asked, I would have probably told him in another, like, date or two, 
you know, right. I think it's good for them to get to know you a little bit. So it's not like, oh, hey, my name's just, Leah yeah. and I have CF because that's just a lot. Um, yeah. That's personally my opinion. Other people might go about this differently, but, you know. Um, I also think, you know, it's important to make the, like, allow them to be a part of, you know, your treatments and the different things that you have to go through having CF. I know I have a hard time of letting people in when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I'm like out there all over social media and I talk about it and whatever, but when it comes to people that are close to me, I do have a hard time with that because I've been hurt by people in the past, like friends and just different people. So it is hard to kind of, you know, be open and just let someone experience all of that. But I think if you do it in baby steps and you do it when you're comfortable and you gradually, you know, teach them each little aspect, it becomes a lot easier in the long run. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think... just to, well, sorry, Tiff, but just to piggyback off of that, going back to, you know, to my question, you know, is that I would say to that person, you know, the, the non-CF, I would say, you know, get in, get involved. Um, obviously, don't be pushy about trying to get involved, but, you know, be interested in it, you know, show the, show the person that you care and that you care about it and that you want to learn about it and, you know, and just <laughs> kind of approach it with open arms sort of thing. Don't pretend it doesn't exist or, or don't pretend it's like, you know, don't push it aside or try to sweep it under the rug, I guess. Yeah. I like, just think people get their feelings hurt way too easily. They do. They're very Everything is taken so personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of ridiculous that people are getting so mad at you about this compliance thing, yeah. or if we want to use a better word for it, compliance, adherence, okay? Yeah. Since that's the way to tiptoe around the subject. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, let's look at it in another way. So there's tons of CFers and people with chronic disease who go out there and they brag about their lung function, yeah. okay? Yeah. I... It's hard to read those comments. Yeah. You know, when you're doing everything you can do and, you and your lung function's crap. Okay. Yeah. So like that hurts my feelings sometimes too, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I don't go in people's comments and I'm like, yeah. oh my God, you know, I'm pissed because you're doing better than me. Like, good for you. I'm proud no, that you're good that you're doing well. well. But, you know, it's a hard thing to see all the time. So, no, no girl. I I hear you. <laughs> it's it's really hard. No control of. Like, no, you can go to them. I mean, everyone's going to have a point where you're going to have a bad day and you're going to kind of be like, what was me? And kind of feel bad for yeah. yourself. Like, that's normal. Every person's going to have a day like that. But I think the important thing that we've talked about is really being aware of that and, mm -hmm. you know, kind of bringing yourself out of it and using positivity to do that. You know, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it takes finding an event like that, like a once a week thing or some type of like treat for yourself or whatever mm -hmm. that will kind of bring you out of that sulking mm -hmm. almost, yeah. you know, and bring you back to yeah. the whole being positive. Because honestly, you're going to be healthier and happier if you're positive. Yeah. It's just sometimes I, hard to do that, you know. I, and yeah, it's I definitely say... taking us a long time to figure that out. Like, yeah. I'm genuinely happy with how my life is. Like, you know, it'd be nice if I didn't have CF, but it has made me a better person, and I'm used to it. You, you know also, what I mean? Also given that you so, also had, you know, experienced a bunch of different things. You've, you've, you've met people that you probably never would have had you not right. had CF. you know, and, like, they're some of my best friends, and it's weird because, like, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't have met them. So, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I, you know, I think, like... 
You know, you guys, you, you had a, a post on Instagram the other day about comparing yourself to other patients. And, and I think about that quite often yeah. when, when ultimately it comes to feeling good about yourself or bad about yourself. You know, it's hard to compare your own personal journey with CF to another person's personal journey with CF because there's a lot of different variables. But at the same time, yes. you know, I, th- I do think it's important to use other patients as motivators. Right. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I think I think there are times when, oh, yeah, you know, Leah's having a really great time. She's doing well. She's traveling. She's doing whatever. She's up in Canada. You know, maybe I can do yeah. that one day. You know, I think I think that's mm-hmm. part of the reason of, of sharing the positivity, because then you're also allowing other people to see what they're capable of doing despite their CF, because they may not know it that they you know, they may not know that they're they're capable of those things. You know, yeah, and right. I, I think that's, you know, the reason that being positive is, is, a, is a good thing. And it's a good thing to share it. You know, if, 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 if it is something that you're doing that's, you know, transparent. But ultimately what, what it comes down to is, you know, having that feeling of positivity and feeling good about yourself in the moment. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I think it is important to share those things. And I think it's just human nature that people compare themselves to one another. Like, even if you don't have CF, people still do it. You know, oh, but yeah. I do notice that ever since I became more out there with having CF and kind of exposing it on social media and the more people that, the more relationships I've built with people with CF and the different people I follow and things like that, that I notice myself comparing myself more and more to other people. And then I take a step back and I'm like, Leo, why are you doing this? We're all so different. And, yeah. you know, people that don't have CF, I don't know if they necessarily realize how different we really are from each other. Because when you Google it, it just puts us all into one bucket, like, well, this is what yeah. their life's going to be, and it's mm-hmm. so different for each person, you know? Right. So I think it's just important to remind ourselves that we are very different from one another, but what we do have in common is that we do understand how the other people feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And someone else in our life might not totally get that. So yeah. it's a cool bond that all of us have because we do understand the daily struggle. It just might be a little bit different for each of us. Mm-hmm. But I think what I've noticed, like, from that time period is just, like, one, you have to continue to stay positive because the more oh, that you kind of put yourself down and question why me, mm-hmm. you end up just getting sicker. You do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like, it makes it harder to fight. I also yeah. think you need to change your way of thinking. Yes. And, like, for me, I was always a planner. I planned everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I was raised because my mom's like that. And then I kind of realized one day, you know, I have to stop planning everything out. Life doesn't go that way. doesn't matter if you don't have, like, even if you don't have CF, your life is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. People need to let go of that. They'd be a whole lot happier. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. But I started living more for the day. So I Mm -hmm. would, you know, have little goals, but I wouldn't be thinking five years out. I'd be thinking, okay, maybe next week, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And I think more living in the now and not being so planning and future oriented I think changing my way of thinking really got me to a better place with all of that I think positivity at least will keep you stable you yeah, know definitely. always laugh yeah always laugh every day mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a good I idea. can't control how much I laugh wow. it's actually it's a smile. problem and then it makes you cough and like you're and they get snot flying out of you it's a crazy it's a disaster it's it true. does I do it so much at work and my patients are like are you okay <laughs> no <laughs> not really laugh. there you go smile and laugh um, and I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else to say? Or No, but thank you all for listening to yeah. my really raspy voice. Yes, Leo, hope you feel better. Hope yeah. you feel better. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on feel it. Feel better. Um, and thanks for all the questions. Yes, this has been a good episode. All right, guys. Well, yeah. thanks, uh, thanks, everyone. And uh, we will see you next week.
Yeah. Bye. Bye.